How's it going, everybody? This is me again, Chewy, one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. And I am once again joined by my good friend Monica. Hi, guys. Monica's having a late evening snack with us. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuffing my face with some fries right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, while you do that, I'll, I guess I'll start on telling people about my day because normally I let you start on this, but I don't want to interrupt your, your meal here. Do it. <laughs> So, Monica knows, and, and some of my, my peeps down here know that I am a musician, I play guitar, I, I try to sing, I do okay here and there, I mean, I, I do alright. And so, some friends of mine were putting together a show in a nearby town, maybe like about 30 minutes from where I'm at. And I said, sure, why not, let's do it. It's the first time that I do anything like this, I mean, I, I've performed before, obviously, with bands or mm-hmm. by myself, but this is the first time that I do it since this whole madness with this virus started. And I was like, well, it's going to be outdoors. I'm already vaccinated. My family's vaccinated. So, okay, whatever. Like, you know, if I get sick or whatever, then it shouldn't be as bad anymore. But anyways, some friends of mine are like, yeah, dude, let's go ahead and, and do this. So I get there. I'm the first performer, by the way. We started at 7. I got there around 6.30. I got out of work a little early. And lo and behold, as I'm setting up my equipment, I, you know, I had a great day, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm setting my equipment up, you know, get, getting ready, my, my guitar plugged in and everything tuned up and, and all that jazz. And I noticed my pants are torn at this <gasps> instant that I'm setting up. And they're torn in a very, uh, let's just call it, inconvenient location. Your crotch or your butt crack? Crotch area. Damn, that sucks. But <laughs> I don't know at what point this happened. I am pretty sure that when I put my pants on this morning, they were not torn. I would have noticed that, I think. I don't want to think that I was at work working with with ripped pants. Luckily, my 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 undergarments were dark, so you couldn't really tell that much. <laughs> but uh, yes, <laughs> and so I'm like, well, whatever. I'm already here. I don't. I, I normally and, and the thing is this: I normally have a change of clothes in the car. Mm-hmm. I usually have like an extra pair of jeans or, or whatever it is and a shirt or something. But in this case, I didn't. So I was like, okay, whatever. And as I'm setting up, I'm setting up my, my music stand because I, I perform with lyrics. I mean, I, I don't memorize all the lyrics. I just kind of like read and, and sing. Um, so there's this wind, right? Uh-huh. And I start performing and this wind creates like a mini tornado on stage. So like my music sheets start flying everywhere. And I'm like... Oh, crap. <laughs> so I... I Try to keep it going, you know, like at one point I did have to stop and, and get the, the music again because I was like, and luckily I was, I was like just starting the song. Mm-hmm. And then this little mini like hurricane like made everything fly. And I was like, all right, you know what, guys, whatever. Like, and I took it in stride. I was, you know what, I'm having, I'm, this is the first time I'm performing. I'm having a great time. I'm not going to let Mother Nature ruin this for mm-hmm. me. Right? Yeah. So normally the, my point is this. Normally I would have been like unable to perform. I would have had like performance anxiety because of my ripped pants. Yeah. Because of the, of the fact that my music sheet was, or sheets were flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was messing up because I was keeping an eye on everything. And whenever I saw like a piece of paper fly, I, like, I would play the wrong chord. And I was like, ah, crap. Long story short, <laughs> people liked it. Nice. <laughs> I, I guess they had already been drinking for a while, even though it was 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I wish I had some beers or some drinks before that because that would have made me more at ease. But I... Got good responses. People liked it. They, my friends were there. My friends that I hadn't seen in a good while. Mm-hmm. A random lady gave me five bucks and here buy a beer. 
Oh, I was nice. Like, I was like, oh, thank you. Maybe she felt sorry for me. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> if she gave you money. That's... But either way, and she was like, hey, where's your tip jar? You know, people want to give you tips. And I was like, I I have one in my car. And mm -hmm. I thought about bringing it, but I didn't want to be like a douche and have be the only person there with a tip jar. Because yeah. people there were, were performing for like, not charity, but like pro bono. Like we were getting paid for this. Uh-huh. So I didn't want to be like, ah, you know what? I'm still going to make money out of this. Like, you know? Yeah. But then that's the, I told her, yeah, you know what? I forgot, but you can give it to me and I'll put it in my pocket. You know, that would be my tip jar for tonight. Actually. <laughs> you know, so it, it was a pretty fun evening. All, all things told, there are conversations happening about future projects in that same venue with the same people. So stay Sweet. tuned because I, I want to make a video special if that comes to fruition because, and that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to say anything else because my jigs it. And I don't want to like promise people something and then it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So if all this comes to fruition, we might have a video special, my friend. So <gasps> nice, that's chan, awesome. Chan, 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 chan. Just you know, we're, we're working on on multimedia here. Sweet. <laughs> so that was my great day, Monica. Just uh, in a couple of sentences, because I I took the spotlight tonight. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. How's your day been? So my new job, I sometimes have to go to different cities to drop off things, and today I went all the way to orange which is where i used to work before the pandemic and during i guess that was the office job that i had so i went all the way out there so um i was like oh you know let me let me because it's an hour and a half drive you know two oh. and then back it's another hour so two hours almost three hours total for the trip because there was traffic so um, on the way back i was like oh let me let me get myself a Starbucks, right? You know, so I can stay up and I still have like another couple hours to go for work. Let me, let me charge up. And I'm looking through my, my, my purse and I can't find my wallet. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like I drove out here without my wallet. And I mean, that's where I have my license, you know, all my stuff, my cards. If I had gotten stranded somewhere, I would, I would have been screwed because I wouldn't have had any way to pay for anything. I have Google Pay, I guess, but like not everybody takes Google Pay, right? So I was like, damn, dude, like, I'm, I'm like, I can't believe I came out here without my freaking wallet. And I was like, why isn't it in my, in my bag? Like, I always have it in my bag. And then I remembered that two days ago, I took a different bag, a smaller bag, and I went to the store to go buy groceries. And since then, I hadn't put the wallet in my bag that I take to work. So I had been walking around without my wallet for two days. And you know, and the good thing is that I have a picture of my license in my in my phone. So if I were to get pulled over, I have that. I just took it for another job, and, and I never took it off. I never deleted it from my phone, so it's it's been there. But I was like, damn, dude. And then like, <clears throat> I got out of work around 4:30, and then I it's my my friend's uh, daughter's birthday tomorrow, so I was going to all these different stores trying to find something for her, and I still didn't find what I was looking for, and it pissed me off. I also had to get stuff for work, and uh, yeah, so traffic made me take forever, and then, you know, the stores, everything, I went to the mall, so that place was like, it wasn't full, but I've never been to that mall by myself before, so I didn't know how to navigate, so I got lost for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot I parked in the top level of the, of the whole place and I was looking for the exit and I couldn't find it and I was in the wrong level, but it, it was an adventure. Um, they opened up the movie theater, so I, I'm like, I smelled the popcorn and I was like, oh my God, 
<laughs> so let me ask you this in times of duress like you and i had today uh-huh don't you wish you could perform magic or something i wish yeah i wish i could just like i was literally thinking i wish i could just teleport back home like just or just like you know throw a little dust or something and then mm -hmm. appear at home you know like That'd be awesome. Super convenient. Man, I could have fixed my pants or maybe changed altogether into like a suit or mm -hmm. something, you know, make myself look a lot better. I uh, could have created the gift that I needed to get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or you could just materialize it from thin air. I mean, why are you going go buy it anywhere? You can just make it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. From scratch. And that's how we're connecting our blurb to our <laughs> topic today. <laughs> because people are like, okay, what are these guys talking about? This is not about what the episode says they're going to talk about. But it is. It is, mind you. We always connect our topics to something. Exactly. One way or another. So, Monica, you want to go ahead and reveal our topic for the people that are not aware of the button they clicked? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so today we're going to be talking about The Craft. The classic teen witch movie. The OG Craft, mind you, not the remake. I haven't seen OG. the remake, so I can't say or give an opinion on that either way. I can't say that it's good or bad because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I mean, I mean, remakes tend to have negative track records, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. True. But I shall hold my reservations on this, or reserve my opinions for whatever. The, I'm a little drunk already, mind you. I, I had curious. <laughs> so my, my speech might be a little bit confused today. But uh, yes, in the meantime, before we get to that, let's go ahead and remind our listeners, Monica, of her social media accounts. So we have our Facebook as under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. We have our Instagram under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is Myths Behind LGDS, and you can also email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com. Awesome. And our Letterboxd is under Myths Behind LGDS, and Letterboxd is kind of like a movie blog review thing place where you can share your opinions on movies you like that you don't like, give reviews, put those movies in a watch list as we have put them in a watch list, and if you want to maybe recommend one from the list that we have there, or recommend that we add one that's not under currently, you can do that. Just uh, get a hold of us. And our website is going to make my day after all this negativity. Ah, I had a good time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, our website is under myths-behind-legends.mailchimpsites.com Woo! I don't know if you saw me, Monica, but I was doing the robot at the last couple of... I did movies. not. I closed my eyes. You <laughs> missed it. Sorry, my friend. I did. I'm sorry. But I'm here to tell you that that happened when you closed your eyes. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back with our first segment, which is the critique segment, in which we discuss the movie in a little bit more in depth. And yes, that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, so we are now with the critique segment in which Monica and myself, your graceful hosts for this podcast, 
discuss the movie or the show or the book or whatever the case may be a little bit more in depth as far as the production side of it the shooting as far as the, the way the movie shot the sound design the acting itself etc right Monica? yes so would you agree that this movie has a very 90s feel to it yes it does i love the outfits i love it i love it so much <laughs> like the uniform really but like it's very nostalgic for me. Like, I love I love watching this movie. You never went to school in Mexico, right? No, but my cousins did. So I, I saw the costumes. I mean, the costumes. The <laughs> uniforms they wore. They're, they are kind of like costumes, but yeah. Kind of. I mean, I, I went to school in Mexico, and this reminded me a lot of that. I mean, they went... This school they're going to in the movie is kind of like a Catholic school or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they have this preppy uniform with, like, a blue vest and a blue skirt for the ladies. And, like khakis for the guys whatever yeah and for us in mexico it was a little different i mean most schools had i think pretty much every school on monday that was like our our day to honor the flag so the entire school the whole the whole student body teachers students etc we all got together in the school square or like the main part of the school whatever mm-hmm. and they would play the national anthem uh they would parade the flag like the top students in in the school and not to brag or anything, but I got to carry that flag a couple times, mind you. So I was uh, marching with the flag. It was heavy, dude. I almost fell. Because <laughs> I was like staring at it. And that, that, I mean, that flagpole is not like thick, but it's heavy. Because it was made from, I think, copper or aluminum. So it was heavy for like an eight-year-old kid, dude. That thing's like... Yeah. It was windy and stuff. I remember, yeah, I was yeah. trying to hold on to your life and not fall because that would have been super embarrassing. <laughs> But my point is, yeah, I mean, like, there, there's all this pomp and, and circumstance. And on Mondays, you wore your special uniform. So Ooh. in the school that I went to, it was white pants, black shoes, and a white shirt with a vest, like, like a blue vest, and a tie. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a red tie. So nice. that was, like, the preppy uniform. And then the rest of the week, you went with the regular uniform, which was khakis and a white shirt and black shoes. And the girls wore a similar uniform. They had, like, a, a blue dress, I guess, with a white shirt. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, white leggings or whatever it was that, you know. So, this like movie... stockings? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, stockings is a better word. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like leggings. Yeah, this is, like, the early 90s, and I don't think seven-year-old girls are going to wear leggings. <laughs> no, I think they died back in the 80s, but then they came back, obviously, so... Yeah, it's a fun time, dude. I think about my childhood a lot. It was a fun time in my life. But anyways, this movie <laughs> reminded me a lot of that. And mm-hmm. oddly enough, I think it's becoming kind of a theme with us, like inadvertently. We've been doing a lot of like one decade movies. Like yeah. we did the mm-hmm. 60s with Rosemary's Baby. And then the 70s and 80s with Carrie and then The Blob. And now we're doing the 90s. But this one also has to do with the high school experience again, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you notice they kind of represented a lot of the cliques and all the classic, like, high school student tropes again? I mean, when I first saw this movie, like, back then, I was, like, shocked at how... Well, I mean, this was, like, moving forward. What's her name, the main girl, the... I think her name in the, in the movie Sarah. Sarah? Okay. I think. <laughs> so, how she makes that guy fall in love with her, right? The popular kid. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, obsessed, dude. I was like, whoa, like, that was intense. It was the whole, like, um, be careful what you wish for, because she really wanted him, and he turned out to be a complete psycho. But yeah. 
I think most of the psychoness came to be from the spell itself. I mean, the guy was a douchebag to begin with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you augment that with magical properties, and you know, it's, it's kind of a recipe for disaster here. I was about to say recipe for the disaster. You <laughs> beat me to it. We are so in sync, my friend. I can read we... my ad. <laughs> and I like the, the the scene, of course, where they were in French class, mind you. When they what? They were in in the French class. Oh yeah. Like towards the very beginning, when she's first getting to the school, and the teacher's asking the questions, and I was like, oh, I understand everything. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm so happy. <laughs> my 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 uh, French class was paid off. I understand this. <laughs> je comprends, Monsieur Professeur. Je comprends. <laughs> uh, I mean, for the people that are not aware, I did minor in French in college, and technically, I could realistically become a teacher in French in high school somewhere. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to, but, mm, I mean, eh. <laughs> I feel like such a slacker, I have all this potential and I don't exploit it, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, I noticed, to me, what was a major attention grabber, I guess, was that the girls are friends, like the main coven, I guess, or the, the four. Mm -hmm. And yet, they're so different from each other. Yeah. They all, all have, yeah, they all have different backgrounds. They all have different like things they're going through. Struggles, so, yeah. How do you think these individuals manage to become friends? Because they're all kind of outcasts in one way or the other. So there's that, the ne Neve Campbell, I forgot what her character name is. Um, you know, she's got her skin thing, you know, like her, her back. You know, it's got all the scar. And then obviously the other one, the, the emo kid is like, goth you know like she stands out like because of the way she dresses and then um sarah's a new girl you know she doesn't really know anybody and and then with the other one i forgot what her what her thing was i think she's the one that that's experiencing like bullying because of her her skin color right that's true so they all have like they they all kind of bonded over that the fact that they're not really accepted anywhere and they're constantly being like I guess set aside or, or bullied or whatever. So that's how they clicked. I think so. I mean, like, I believe that people are similar in some ways, but when you become friends with someone, like, you also have differences, you know? Of course. Mm -hmm. Like, you and I, for example, I would say we're very similar for, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yep. there's things that we both do different. I mean, obviously, we're both unique individuals here, but at the same time, like, those differences don't really, like, come into play when it comes to us being friends. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I watched this movie, of course, I was in love with Neff Campbell. Of course. Uh, not currently, I mean, but when I was like, the first time that I saw it when I was a kid, I, I think I was like 12 yeah. when this movie came out. And I've liked her ever since I saw her in this and also in Scream. She's been like, Bay. Yeah. She is one of my top three horror queens. Hands down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's about to come out in Scream 5, I believe, in a couple of... Really? I think next year, dude. Is, is it going to have a... What's her name? Courtney Cox. Monica. Yeah. Courtney Cox. Yeah, a.k.a. Monica. I think she's going to be there also, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I need to read up because, I mean, by now she's going to be, like, in the movie, she's probably going to be, like, a, a mother or, like, you know. Yeah. Almost I, grandma. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure Neff Campbell's about in her mid-40s probably by now. I, mean, I think they're probably already in their late, dude, because... Um... I mean, they they all weren't really that much apart from age. Like, yeah, I they mean, played younger people, but they they really weren't that. 
Yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, the, the point being that, uh, yeah, she's still acting and she's still gonna come out in that movie next year, so hopefully it's a good one. Yeah. And speaking of acting, what do you think about the acting in this movie? Do you think it was good? Do you think it was bad? Average? Eh? Or... Uh, it's a, it's in some points it was a little, like, overdramatic, but I think for its time it was decent. It was pretty good, you know? Like, it wasn't too over the top. I think the scenes that had the most ham in them <laughs> were... <laughs> The ones where they were casting spells, like in the beach, especially that beach scene where they like yeah. where they conjured the spirits, whatever they, they called it. Uh huh. I think when they're like, ah, you know, the the guardians okay. of the towers, whatever, and like, I mean, they're they're doing their incantations. And I mean, not to disrespect anybody, but I think they kind of did it, overdid it a little bit too much. Yeah. Specifically in that scene, but overall, I thought it was good. I mean, I agree with you. I think it wasn't terrible. It wasn't overdone. It wasn't cringy for the most part. Yeah. I think it was it. it they all did pretty good. I mean, it's a, it's a good cast, dude. The good, yeah, it a good is. bunch of actors. Mm -hmm. So, kind of having to do with that, what do you think about the special effects? <laughs> so, I guess when I first saw it, obviously technology wasn't as advanced, so I didn't really notice it. But the whole hair change thing, that theme, <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you can really see the CGI in this. Like, it's, it's pretty intense. Uh, that was the one that I thought was the funniest one because it's it's so fake now, uh -huh. you know, from what we're used to. So seeing that, I was like, oh god, <laughs> we've come a long way. We've come a long way. But I mean, it's it was okay. I don't know if the actress. I, I read somewhere, and I am confused right now because I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But the actress was either a natural blonde or a natural redhead or whatever. Uh -huh. So she had to dye her hair for this movie. Oh wow! And that's why in in that scene, it, I guess they put a wig on her, and that's why it looks so so fake because you can see the hairline in the wig, I think. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Or, or if it's not the wig, then it's where they they started the wig for the graphics, you know, with, with the yeah. graphics. So it, it uh -huh. looks like like it's like glued on her on her head. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. In general, I don't think there's too many or, or too much in the in the department of special effects. But whatever there is, I mean, that stands out because it's not great anymore. Yeah. But the scene, for example, when when they all turn on on Sarah, like the three other girls. Uh huh. When they all turn on her and they're attacking her in her house. Oh yeah. At some point, they fly around, right? They they kind of like float for a bit and. Oh yeah. <laughs> it looks very like Matrix like like. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny too. Yeah, that seems a little bit okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and definitely I agree with you. Yeah, that it's just the, the the blonde hair is a little point in the CGI department. Mm -hmm. So, what happens when they do that beach ritual? Like they have a whole bunch of dead animals on the beach, right? Yeah, because and... I guess the power that they summoned did all that. And then things change for them for the worse because they all become like super mean to each other or like like i guess their worst traits start coming to the surface yeah mm -hmm. so sarah realizes that i mean i, I think uh well she has to pretty much because mm -hmm. given the fact that the, that girl killed the football player oh yeah so she knows or she finds out about this and so she's like yeah i gotta stop these girls because they're they're going crazy like they're out of out of they're going they're getting out of control basically yeah taking it too far right 
Mm-hmm. So she tries to do some sort of binding ritual or whatever, and that's when they find out, hey, this chick's trying to stop us. So that's when they start attacking her and stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you think of the ending? In the beginning, I was a little confused. I'm like, okay, well, what the hell happened? You know, like, but it's kind of like she's... The, everything goes, I guess, calms down. And they all think that they don't have any more powers, right? Mm-hmm. They think it's, like, over, over. And then this chick moves something, or, like, something happens with the wind or whatever. I can't remember what she does, but, like, she does something and, like... I think, like, a tree branch falls close to the other girls, like, or right, oh, yeah, almost yeah. right on top of them. Yeah, so it kind of hints, like, hey, if you guys f*** with me, I can still, you know, screw you over, because still got some some of that juice left in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk more about that in the Know That Enemy segment, but I do think that Sarah, the main girl, was a natural-born witch for some reason. They're, I, they don't really explain that too much. Uh, they do kind of, like, so when she goes into that, that store, the... The lady there kind of tells her something about how she's like got like the white magic power or whatever like that mm. she's that she's that she has something that like helps her or whatever with magic like yeah. she, there's something to her so that's why she was so prone to it. Do you think that might have come from her mom? Maybe. Because the mom was, uh, I think she died in childbirth, no? Yeah. So. I'm thinking that the mom's the, the carrier of that gene or that power or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The dad doesn't really look like the kind of person that would be into that at all. Mm-mm. No. So, uh, yeah, I mean, do you have any other comments before we give our rating for this movie? Uh, I kind of really want to see the the, uh, the remake now because, like, it's been on Netflix. Like, I've seen it pop up, but I've just never seen it. But I'm curious. I want to I... see yeah i want to see it and i want to like not have a negative preconceived attitude about this because like Mm -hmm. i try to but i've been disappointed as to pretty much every remake that i've seen except i mean the blob was pretty good the thing from 1981 with john carpenter that's a great remake also from the movie i think it's from the 60s or 50s but i remember going to the movies to watch the nightmare on m street remake like in 2010 and that was horrible i didn't like it at all I didn't also like too much the Friday the Thirteenth remix, and I especially didn't like the remix that Rob Zombie made with Halloween. Oh no, that one was so bad. <laughs> you like that one? No, I said it was so bad. Oh, I okay. didn't like. It. I-, I misheard you. I thought you said it was so good, and I was like, oh, excuse me. I remember thinking, oh, Rob Zombie's like super cool. He's probably gonna be super awesome. No, it it was over the top. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's. I mean. I don't like when, when I like, okay, there's obviously got to be changes. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. like, do the same movie shot by shot and, and with the same lines because it, it doesn't, like, know what's the point, right? Yeah. But at the same time, when you change way too much, that's what, okay, that's not what this movie was about, like, at all. Like, mm-hmm. like chill, like, you took it too far. Like, he did with the Halloween. But going back to this, the craft, I hope that when I do get to watch the other one, because I'm curious, I want to watch it too, but hopefully it doesn't disappoint as much as the other ones did. Yeah. So, we have our uh, rating scale for this, and I thought, well, why not? Let's go with how many angst-filled teenage witches does this movie get? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm going to go with an 8. An 8? Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go with a 7, so we're almost at the same page there. Nice. It's like you're turning the page, and I'm already, like, next. 
next page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that makes for a seven and a half average of uh, angst-filled teenage witches for this movie. I think it's a pretty good average. I mean, it's 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 a good yeah. movie. It's enjoyable. It's a time capsule of the '90s, if you will. Yes, for sure. Especially the, the music. I mean, like I, I don't think I mentioned the music yet, but like they play like this this pop, rock, punkish songs. You know, so it's like takes me back to high school. I mean, I was in high school a few years after this movie came out. I think I was in high school in like '98 to 2000 ish, 2002. Uh-huh. So a couple years, but I mean, it, it, that's like the my my teenage years, man. Like that music vibe you know yeah i was still watching Power rangers so <laughs> <laughs> yes i forgot you were in kindergarten still yeah i was i was a i was a wee child <laughs> <laughs> maybe not kindergarten you're probably like in elementary when i was in high school i was in elementary yeah i was six years old so i was like what they're... how old are you supposed to be when you're six i mean how what grade are you supposed to be when you're six like third no, six years old, you were in first. Kinder How or first? How do they put kids in school now? I thought they went to school at four. Well, Is that pre-K? You go for like pre-K, yeah. Oh. Yes, my friend. Damn. I mean, I was 17 when I finished high school, mind you, but that's because I was born in August. I I turned 18 the summer after high school, like before college. Uh-huh. Wow. So I was one of the youngest people in my class because everybody else was already 18 when I, when I finished Damn. I think there was only one dude that was born maybe like a week or two after I was, so he was like the youngest. I was like, damn you. <laughs> but yeah. Damn, I forgot how the fucking school system worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that was our critique segment in which we described some of the technical aspects of the movie The Craft. Hope you guys enjoy that because we have more coming for you in the academic segment after these messages. The world can feel like a pretty hopeless place nowadays. There are about a billion problems in the world, but yet it feels like no one's willing to talk about them. So that's why you should go listen to my new podcast, A Modern Proposal. My name is Parker James, and I'm gonna share with you the world's worst problems and some even worse solutions with a guest that's coming in completely cold. You can find A Modern Proposal wherever you get your pods casted. Listen, follow, and be sad. All right, everybody, so we are now at the academic segment in which we connect the topic or the subject of a movie, show, etc., whatever our topic of the podcast episodes is on. And we connect that to some sort of real-life application or stuff like that. We have done movies about witches before and stuff like that, but I don't think we've ever discussed the actual Wiccan concepts, right? No, I don't think so. As far as what they believe in or what they follow the rules or the guidelines whatever um uh-huh. now mind you i found this <laughs> this may not have been the best possible source for this i realized what i was lo- reading about halfway through the article but i figured well i want to read this because in case it happens to be wrong i would want people out there to correct us right yeah because i found an article on wiccan concepts and this happened to be an article on a religious magazine wow so like a, like a christian magazine right or something like that online yeah and it doesn't seem that way when you're reading it, it but about halfway through they kind of do the switcheroo but oh wiccan is wrong because it goes against the teachings of god so i mean so i mean tweets their own right? i'm not gonna judge any 
religion or whatever but that's when i realized oh so this is not really like uh, this this is probably gonna be a biased article <laughs> you know but it didn't seem that way because when i was reading the information it would all seem very factual and they weren't like talking crap about it or anything but it wasn't uh -huh. about halfway through the article that they kind of started but this is wrong because of this and this is wrong because of that so i mean uh, you know but that's why i'm saying if any of these tidbits of information happen to be wrong or incorrect or, or inaccurate just let us know because i don't want to like i'm basically yeah reading what i read <laughs> right you guys so and i want to also do a little compare contrast because well the first thing i want to talk about first of all before we even start talking about this is i've always perceived monica i don't know if you have as well a sort of a different approach to witchcraft between like the hispanic culture and like the eurocentric culture which to me personally and, and you know if I, this is wrong whatever please please correct me i mean but i want to say that the eurocentric witchcraft like studies in this case the wiccan it's kind of different from the way that i've perceived hispanic witchcraft i don't know about you because they, they talk about nature a lot they talk about for example i mean not that it's not that one is better than the other of course but for example in the in the wiccan concepts i've noticed that they talk about nature a lot like earth wind fire water yeah. etc they talk a lot about following uh a goddess you know that i guess the mother nature or, i mean something like that mm -hmm. whereas in hispanic culture it's more about the saints and the devil the and, devil and stuff like that yeah so i don't know if you agree with that yeah i mean i went whenever i've seen or heard of people being wicked or like whenever that's been referenced it is having to do with nature like it's more of like um like a lifestyle i guess like there the, the people that i've seen that are wiccan are very like hippie like mm -hmm. you know as opposed to i guess what we see in our culture but like i don't know if it's because witchcraft or whatever is like something that was made really big by like catholic and christian people because that was their way to explain first of all people who were schizophrenic you know like mm. and, and just like things that happened that they couldn't explain oh it had to be witchcraft somebody was using black magic or whatever summoning the devil mm -hmm. like i guess to kind of deter people from doing that and when it comes to like the whole wiccan thing it's more like oh you can be wiccan if you want to you know just whatever like it's not like a big deal mm -hmm. i mean what i've seen i don't know how it is in in reality me either. I mean, I don't really believe I've met anyone personally, like, as far as becoming friends with somebody that, that's wicked, because I, I don't really see people down here that are like that mm -hmm. too much. I guess it's just not an area in which that's popular too much. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's people like that around here uh -huh. that are wicked, but I have never spoken to one. I've never had a conversation with anybody like that. So, I mean, I really can't say anything from personal experience as, as to what they're like, but just from what I read. Yeah, I think Wiccan isn't, isn't Wiccan almost like a religion too, no? Yeah, it's considered to be a religion, I believe, yeah. Yeah. From what I understand. And so, I mentioned that because in the movie, they actually featured the Virgen de Guadalupe in a few scenes. There's a mural in the school. Uh-huh. At which, one point, the girls are sitting in front of, like, the I think, before oh, they become oh, friends. Mm -hmm. With Sarah, the other ones are sitting in front of the, the Virgen de Guadalupe. And I thought that was strange because it's it's kind of like a Catholic school. And I guess she's... It's in California, though. Isn't it based in California? The movie, yes, I think it's in L.A. or something like that. Yeah, well, there's a lot of Hispanic, you know, 
stuff here. Uh-huh. And then the the lady in the shop also has a Virgen de Guadalupe, like in a little altar or whatever she has in, in her shop. So I thought that was kind of, not that it's going against it, but it was different from what you would see in, in that type of situation. Yeah. Because I would not associate the Virgen de Guadalupe with Wiccan, for example, and it's... I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong about this, or but I've, I've never seen or heard about her being spoken in that realm. Yeah, me neither. But, I mean, I don't know if it had to be, if they, that was a thing because of the location. Also, like, these people are not Hispanic, you know, so mm -hmm. their perceptions of witchcraft is going to be completely different from our perceptions. Yeah, so that was, that's what I was trying to ask you. Like, do you, like, do you think there is such a difference between both? Well, yeah, there is. <laughs> I think I understand that. Yeah, it is. There is a difference. People here in the United States that are not Hispanic and talk about magic and all that, they, they, it's more of like your little hippie, like you know white magic type of thing or whatever or like mm -hmm. you know being in touch with nature and all that that's how they perceive magic and you know what we would call witchcraft mm -hmm. it's different it's more like with the elements and like you use rocks and all types of this stuff it's like more i understand what you're saying like, I oh, we're gonna freaking murder a chicken and use the blood to like you know that's us hunt Wherever the hell you want to, you know? <laughs> that, that's us in, in Mexico. Yeah, that's us. Like, we're more intense, you know? Like, it's always, like, directly, like, it's always, like, witchcraft is a bad thing, you know? Even though, like, people use it for, like, love spells, we've been taught that it's bad. Because all, we, all we've ever seen is a dark side of it, I guess. I guess because that's that's the, the side of, of when talking about Hispanic culture. Yeah, it's it's not like, oh, you know, use these crystals to harness their energy. It's like, nah, just decapitate this chicken and bathe in its blood and like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy dude like i mean it's it's really like intense like hispanic it's, witchcraft is like crazy i mean yeah it's because there's different types of witchcraft too like it's not just because it comes from everywhere really like if you think about it like it exists in every freaking area in the world yeah but everybody has like different types like you have voodoo you have like you know, you have dark magic, you have light magic, you have brujeria, you have, like, you know, the Wiccan stuff or whatever. Like, you have all types of different witchcraft and, like, you do tarot readings and, like, the crystal balls, whatever. I don't know, I don't know anybody who's ever used a crystal ball, but, like, <laughs> you know, that's one of the, you know, the stereotypical things. Um, but it, it's just, every culture has their own version of it. Mm -hmm. And some of them are see it as something that can be used for good and bad and some of them is just like because of the ignorance of the people who are not in that culture it's perceived as a bad thing yeah you know because any magic any any type of like spells or what anything that has to do with all that stuff can either be good or bad depending on how you use it and who you use it on definitely I agree with you. It's balance you know yeah and we'll come back to that point in a minute because I, I want to also bring some stuff up before I forget. <laughs> so <laughs> this article that I read, which by the way was found on focusandthefamily.com, which again I believe is some sort of Christian website, and they gave us some definitions. So the word Wicca, for example, the the etymology of this word, mind you. Oh, we're using high-level words here. Whoa! Bust out your 
Horses people. <laughs> the etymology of the word wicker stems from the Anglo-Saxon word wicke. I hope I'm saying that right, by the way. <laughs> it's just wicker, but instead of an A, it has an E at the end, so I'm just saying wicke. And hopefully that sounds okay. But that word in that language would mean something like bending nature to your service. Uh-huh. Which is very much in tune with what, I guess, most wicked literature that I've read seems to yeah. point to, right? Like, you know, they, they kind of worship nature or they get their energy from nature or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, the word witchcraft, for example, they define as the practice of magic or sorcery by anyone outside the religious mainstream of a society. So it's used in different ways and depending what time or place you're at, right? So like you were mm -hmm. saying a little earlier, yeah, and they also define the word occultism, which mm -hmm. is believing in stuff like astrology, like you know, like the horoscopes, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Alchemy, which is a creation of stuff from other stuff, so kind of mixing stuff and, and making potions, Potion. yeah. yeah, making lead into gold, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Divination, which is what you were saying earlier, like the, the tarot readings and the crystal ball, and yeah. just magic in general, right? Because you mm -hmm. want to gain access to the hidden knowledge of the universe. Yeah. So that's what occultism is defined in this article. And they also talk about neo-paganism, which is basically the revival of ancient religions from Europe and the Middle East, specifically polytheistic, which means they have more than one god. Yes. Yeah. So before I even talked about all this, you touched on some of these points already. You read my mind, my friend. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. I like that. <laughs> that's gonna be your quote for whenever we make a sticker or a shirt or something that's what i do <laughs> kind of like that from game of thrones which by the way i have not seen an episode of game of thrones i'm gonna go ahead and leave now because everyone's gonna kill me but yeah oh wow uh I i've survived 37 years without seeing an episode of game of thrones i think i'll be okay i can't i can't <laughs> Dude, I, for some reason I'm, I'm it's not that i'm against mainstream culture i just it takes me a while to get into that stuff i don't know why I mean, it took me a year, more more than a year, to get into Game of Thrones because at first, one like like somebody that I used to be friends with like showed it to me, and I thought it was so boring because the beginning drags, and then other friends showed it to me later, and I was like hooked. So I mean, it just it also depends on who introduces you to it, you know. I guess the environment that you're 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 in, like mm -hmm. because it's it's one of those shows. Just like some books too, that it takes a while to get to the good stuff, but it's worth it. The ending sucked, but you know. <laughs> I've heard about that. Some of the things that Chewie is not into, write this down, guys. Uh, I, I not not that I'm not into because I hate him, but I just never got a chance to see him. Like for example, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, <gasps> and uh, Harry Potter. What else? Uh, other stuff, but like, I mean, dude, yes. I'm sorry. I will leave now. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> how dare you yes so <laughs> I mean it, it helps for me be that like I mean I was basically pushed into it because I we had to read the books in school right in yeah. middle school was it middle school so yeah because it was like 6th grade and I grew up with the actors literally we were oh. all the same age so it was cool you know like we read the books and then we watched the movies when they came out and like it was a part of my culture growing up mm -hmm. you know and being in the little kid and you know yeah 
Catlin, Texas in public school. But <laughs> so, I mean, I, I grew up with it. So it was easier for me to obviously get into it and be so attached to it. Yeah, of because it, so I was surrounded by it. Of you course. know, you weren't so, and it was a it was a story for like younger kids. So yeah, you know, you were older also. So yes. So my my jam were the well. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything because that, that's we got some surprises coming up for the audience. So I'm not gonna mention anything. But oh, okay. I, I read some books and I got into the series books and yes, they're very 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 cool. And Netflix is making something with them soon. So yes. What? I'm intrigued. <laughs> I already told you this. I already told you this. But, <laughs> well, going back to the Wiccan stuff here. Uh, it says oh, yeah. here. <laughs> it finally clicked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> well, another thing they mentioned in, in, the <laughs> in the article here is that, in fact, you know, people assume that, like you were saying, that most witch witches, specifically people that follow the Wiccan religion, are Satan worshippers when in fact they don't seem to be that way. I don't think, for the most part, I mean, what it says here is that they don't think rather that most of them don't believe in Satan at all. Exactly. Neither so. do uh, the people from the what, what is that church? The is it the Satanic Temple or Satanic? Uh, I'm not sure what. So I, there's a church that. Uh, is like, is it Satanist? I mean, I know there's a the Satanic Church, but uh, I don't know exactly what they stand they, for. I mean, they the, don't worship. So that that one church that I'm talking about, I can't remember what it is. They don't worship Satan, and yeah. it's not even in there. Like they just barely even reference it. But mm. you know, they they focus on something else. But a lot of the misconception is that they're Satan worshippers, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and, it's kind of. Yeah, and here, for example, they also mentioned that I, I'm gonna probably mispronounce this word, and I apologize to the Wiccan people out there. But according to this article, Wiccans live by one central rule called the Rede, which basically means harm no one and do what you will. Because okay. this connects to the threefold law, which is actually mentioned in this movie, in the craft. Mm -hmm. Because basically, anything you do comes back to you three times over, so it multiplies by three. Mm -hmm. So if you wish someone, you know, something bad for them, then that evil will come back to your life and be three times as strong. Yep. And like I said, they actually touch up on that in the movie a little bit. The the girl in the shop tells uh, Sarah at one point, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now just some, some basic history in this. Uh, Wiccan religion seems to have originated close to about 35,000 years ago. Like the earliest. And just for perspective, I mean, Christianity is what, about 2,000 years old? Whoa. So, I mean, just putting that in perspective there. Well, I mean, paganism was also something that was like originated from different areas of the world. And yeah. when they did the whole freaking Christian crusade shit, like they turned people or they, they converted them into Christianity or like Catholicism because they saw that and these people were like worshiping nature too like it's paganism is almost i don't know if it's these the sim, a similar thing to wiccan like the wiccan religion but it's like similar for sure um and they they worship they were one with nature you know but they were seen as 
I don't know, like bad people or something for doing that. Even though technically worshiping Sky Daddy over here, you know, is the same thing. Like, you know, but they got different rules and whatever, all that, all that good stuff that yeah, everybody so, knows. I, mean, I remember in history class, no, actually not history class, English class in high school. Yes. One of my teachers was really, a really smart lady. And I would want to assume that she's right because she was always, I mean, not right about everything, but she always, you know, she was pretty smart. I think she's really intelligent. Yeah. And I remember her saying, I don't know what story or book we're reading that somehow it connected to the Romans, Roman history. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, the Romans were pagans. They kind of took the religion from the Greeks. Yeah. Because the Romans were, were like you're saying, pagans, and they kind of worshipped, you know, nature or their own, like, personal, or their own, uh, not personal, but whatever gods or deities they believed in before they conquered all this land that kind of started mm-hmm. falling by the wayside when they conquered other places yeah they kind of started assimilating or even absorbing some of those concepts on their own so it, it kind of just became that and so yeah i mean the, to me that was a very interesting piece of information that the the first concepts of wiccan seem to have originated about thirty-five thousand years ago that's wow that's a lot isn't that crazy how like before traditional religion was introduced, everybody was worshiping nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. You're you're some like like person living in the forest somewhere, and your day is going by pretty chill, and then you see all this like noise and wind coming from nowhere and lightning in the sky. You don't know it's lightning. You don't know what it is. Now we know that it's lightning because it's been explained to us, or we know we did uh-huh. research, whatever. But Back then, you have no idea what that is. You like, you have no idea if you're gonna die from this, or, or if, like, like you know, you you're confused. You're probably terrified out of your mind every time you see uh-huh. it. Until you, I guess, you learn that okay, this is this can't hurt me, but not if I stay away from it or whatever. You know, because I mean, people do get hit by lightning. Yes. But for the most part, it's, it's I I think the first people that witnessed lightning and stuff like that, they were probably terrified. Dude. Like they had no idea what they were witnessing. Like. So what they thought it was a god. More than likely, that's. I mean, how many thunder gods do they have in different? Like we that's have. True. I mean, in, in Hispanic culture, yeah, Zeus, for example, the, probably the most famous one. But in Hispanic culture in, in Mexico specifically, Tlaloc is really the god of rain. But I mean, rain is associated with thunder, so he's kind of like, uh huh, a, a god of close to, to thunder, and, and so they call him Tlaloc. So basically, every culture has a god of thunder. Basically, every culture has a god of fire, of wind, of the sun. You know, so yeah, true. So it's crazy. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's it's crazy how all these things kind of developed on their own. Even these people, even though these people were not together, like I, I think we talked about this maybe a couple of episodes back, where I mentioned like it surprises me that people develop the same concepts for things, maybe different names or different origins, uh-huh. but it's essentially the same concept for similar things. Yeah, like we talked about the dragons in China and the. Uh-huh. The serpent god of Mexico, Quetzalcoatl, which is basically a dragon yeah. if you think about it, the way he just yeah. described. True. So to me, that's like wow, dude. It's, it's it's always been really intriguing to me how these concepts developed in a very similar fashion throughout time and distance. It's just to me, it's like wow. Like, I don't know. We're all in like we have like collective mind or something. Like it's yes. crazy. Actually, that's something that I studied in psychology. Like you, I didn't go into it too much in depth because it was only mentioned in a couple of classes. But Carl Jung one of the first psychotherapists, I mean, along with Freud, I don't want to boggle people too much because we're kind of running a little long here, but 
just real quick, he was like BFFs with, BFFs with Freud for a while, and then they had a falling out, and they hated each other for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Freud wanted to explain everything through sexual impulses, and Jung was like, well, some of it, but not all of it, man. Like, chill, like, not everything's about sex, dude, like, you know? Get laid, dude, come on. <laughs> so Jung developed this concept of the collective unconscious, mm-hmm. which in his mind, basically, it says that, well, we as, as a species, species, I guess, you know, the human, mm-hmm. the humankind, there, he, he believed that there was some sort of realm or stream or something, I don't know what you might want to call it, from which we developed our thinking as a, as a, well, as a person, yes, but also as a society, so. That's wild. That, to me, may, I mean, and just, just like the, the basic like really like uh cliff notes version of this i mean if you, if you want i mean it's a really interesting concept to read about i've actually forgotten a lot of it because i mean i, I finished high school, like high school i finished college in like 15 years ago but yeah i remember that yeah he developed this idea of the collective unconscious and that basically means that all of our minds are connected on some level i mean it's it's cool i like that idea uh-huh. it's crazy uh-huh. too like it's wild like it makes sense though as to why a lot of us have the similar experiences mm-hmm. or the same beliefs thoughts about things because you hear about people having similar dreams like dreams of flying their dreams yeah. of their teeth that falling too. dreams yeah. of drowning so true. i mean full disclaimer for me personally and just to wrap this thing up real quick i always or very frequently dream about water okay not every i, I remember my dreams that's another thing that people don't seem to do very often uh, a lot of my so friends I asked them and they're like, dude, I never remember. I, I I know that I had a nightmare, but I can't remember what it was about. Or I know I was having a really cool dream, but I can't remember what I was doing. And yeah. I remember most of it for the most part. I had a really weird dream last night, actually. I remember that I was walking around with friends of mine, like in Reynosa. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I ran into my brother and he's like, hey, come to my house, dude. So uh, I get in there and it's not his house. And I go in there and I'm trapped and I can't get out. But this whole time, there's like, rain like forming in the sky i can see clouds of rain and that's like the water association for example and i've had dreams about me being at at sea in the ocean like witnessing a tsunami like being somewhere and then like the pipes burst you know the water yeah and that i i researched that and i read that it means that i'm afraid of change or whatever so okay i guess you know but maybe that's why i haven't gotten married (laughs) (laughs) wow but yeah i mean do you have any other concepts or comments before we move on to our know that enemy segment no i think we're good i think we covered quite a bit of ground we kind of strayed a little bit from wiccan but it all connected dude it, it all basically yeah. you know we, we we i think we did a, a really <laughs> uh, our tangent was somehow related to the topic here <laughs> yes I agree. so oh yeah and and one more thing just before we we close this apparently wiccan is seen as a very female empowerment driven awesome based on what i'm reading here because they're saying that they or when i talked about the thirty-five thousand years ago thing that mm-hmm. it was a society in which women were the not the maybe not the ruling class but they were more important than and than they're now i guess you know it was just sad they bring life how could so, they not be? so women were i guess more valued and more respected back then Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until the people, the, the men, started kind of like doing their thing that these things started getting distorted and it's not. But long story short, I mean, it's 
believed or perceived, at least in this article, that Wiccan was a very female, and that's like a lot of the people that follow Wiccan seems to be women, for the most part. Yeah. So, and like I said, if any of these tidbits of information happen to be incorrect, please do let us know. I'm just repeating the information that I found in this article for you guys. So, yeah, that was our academic segment for this episode, and we hope you guys enjoy that. <laughs> And we'll be right back with the No Thine Enemy segment after these messages. Hello yet again, and welcome to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. Size doesn't matter, it's what you do with it. Yes, well, I mean, I'm off now because I've got to go and scream. Absolutely garbage. Pauly Shaw is somebody I don't really give a f*** about. He did kick me off the arse! Nice, nice argument there. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, there's a finger. I, I almost urinated. Tune in next week because I just can't stop loving you guys. It's the Batman jeans. No more Andy Hinchcliffe. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Monica, so we are now at the Know Thine Enemy segment, which <laughs> has us cover the villain, or villains in this case, a little bit more in depth. What would you say are the villains in this movie? Are there any clear villains? Well, yeah, the... I mean, that chick... Which one? What's her name? Nancy? Nancy, yes. Yeah, I mean, she's wild. (laughs) (laughs) She seems to be, you know, driven towards evil, so... Or... Yeah. I want to say that the Coven, I mean, the three of them, the original three, not Sarah. Like, the the three girls Uh besides her... Because, I mean, for the most part, they seem okay and they seem pretty chill with her, but when they find out their powers are manifesting, they kind of become bad people. Yeah. So they kind of become villains as the course of the movie runs through. And the classification system that we developed in conjunction with scientists from the FAR (laughs) Institute of Technology, (laughs) or PIT for short, Uh (laughs) that was... The classification that is is spectral demonic or supernatural mm-hmm. because you know they, they perform witchcraft and their original backstory is basically like we mentioned girls of different backgrounds that have chips in their shoulders for various reasons so you mentioned that nancy is like really goth and everything i think a lot of her anger comes from the fact that her mom married some dude like that probably abuses her in some kind of way yeah. And so that's that's her. And then the other girl, uh, Rochelle, I believe her name is. She's the one that's uh-huh. being bullied by the popular cheerleader, swimmer girl, whatever. Yeah. And then Bonnie, like you mentioned, also uh, Bay Neff Campbell has all those scars on her back. Isn't it funny how as soon as she like started putting on makeup and everything, all the guys are like, "Hey, what's up?" Like. Well, cause she, and she also got her confidence, but she became narcissistic though. She became yeah. like. Yes, for lack of a better word, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're right. I'm I'm not going to argue with that. That's absolutely correct, my friend. But I think it's funny how, in her specific case, as soon as she started like doing her hair better and like makeup, and all the guys said, "Hey, what's up?" You know, like. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, uh, yeah, I've seen it happen. (laughs) So, their motivation or goal—that is. I don't think we've mentioned yet that they were trying to conjure a spirit called Manon or something like that. Uh-huh. I hope I'm saying that right. 
so they can Manon, Manon, Manon. <laughs> they say it like with an accent well they say it like Manon or Manon yeah mm-hmm. sounds kind of French actually Manon yeah <laughs> it does <laughs> and basically they want to get his power in this movie because they want to use that power to harm their enemies or, or you know just be powerful yeah, <laughs> yeah. rule the world Yes, exactly. I mean, do they really want to rule the world? I don't think they do in the beginning. No, not really. They not kind on... of f- the world, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not until they realize uh, the extent of their abilities is when they are like, hey, we can do all this cool stuff that we couldn't do before, so let's see how far we can get with this. Mm-hmm. And that is, for example, when the girl... Oh, because she tries to... to... She, she makes herself look like Sarah. Oh, yeah. She changed her first Yeah, she seduces the, the football player guy. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah walks in and he's like, hey, what's up? what the hell? Like, what's, what's going on? And then so he sees that it's the other girl. Yeah. And then, yeah, Bonnie becomes so narcissistic and stuff like that. And then, of course, when Sarah does the, the little ritual to stop them, that's when they kind of try to come back at her full force. Mm-hmm. But they can't because Sarah is a natural witch and they're not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So don't mess with the OGs, guys. Yep. <laughs> so, what are some of the things that we see them do? As far as powers or abilities, what kind of spells do they cast or like how do they use their powers? Well, I mean, as we mentioned before, Sarah uses it to make that guy fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie cures her scars, her scarring. Um, I think didn't Rochelle like use it against somebody because yeah that that blonde girl I think her, her yeah. all her hair For fell her off hair fell yeah so then she ended up didn't she something happened to her too like yeah I think her her hair was also messed up at some point and then the other one Nancy was just using it to like wreck shit up you know mm-hmm. basically oh she got money right didn't she like yeah because she got her stepfather killed yeah so the insurance money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think she caused a heart attack on him or something like that. Yeah, so they got they got paid, mm-hmm. and then they got a swanky little apartment, right? And she was <laughs> like, "I'm so cool because I have expensive with the view." Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. she got all cocky too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I guess in summary, we could say that they can manipulate reality. Yes, they can make themselves look at other people. They can change their appearance. They can fly or, or levitate. Mm-hmm. And and we see that them flying in that one scene where they're fighting Sarah in her house. Yeah. And yeah, I guess they can make people die just by sheer force of will. Oh, like that guy, like the the homeless guy that was carrying snakes all over the place. Oh yeah. Or uh-huh. supposedly they're like, yeah, we, we made that car run over, run him over, and I was like, dude, he was just running in traffic. I mean, that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chill, like you know. But yeah. I mean, like if we believe them, then they they made that car like swerve to hit that guy mm-hmm. that that on, you know, so. Yeah. Do they also control the weather at some point? I want to say that they did, but I'm not sure if I remember this correctly. I mean, maybe I'm thinking of the, that scene in the beach where, where the lightning strikes. But don't they do that again, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's kind of like stormy and rainy when they're attacking Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, they get all, like, angry and everything gets all crazy, too. They make her think that her parents are dead, and also the, they manifest all these weird snakes and bugs everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. That was 
It was super creepy. But yeah. and it was kind of foreshadowed in the beginning because like in, when she first moves or starts moving into the house, there's a snake. Yeah, but it's that homeless dude that just comes out of nowhere. Oh well, yeah, that's true. And allegedly, yeah, yeah. I don't know what his deal was because when she's running away from him in the street at night, uh huh, he's like, I know about you and this and that, whatever. And so it's like he's trying to tell her something about who she is or whatever. Uh huh. But how would this, this guy know anything about her? Like, what does that even like connect or how does that? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I know. That, that was never really explained. It was really weird. No, it wasn't. And there was that also that weird priest that was like, come back to God, child. Don't don't stray far. <laughs> like, I mean, that was in that same scene, mind you. Like, when the guy's chasing after her and she, like, runs into this priest and the priest is like, no, no, don't run away from God. Come back to us, whatever. Like, Yeah. So I guess that was kind of foreshadowing that she was going to, like, go down the dark path eventually. Uh, at least for a little bit. Yeah, she went to the dark side for a bit. Just took a little vacay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay to be bad sometimes. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Me dicen el tóxico. That's why I can't get a girlfriend. Uh, but... Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I don't think I say anything. It's just like, I, I don't have a bad temper. I just have a very specific temper. Uh-huh. And people don't like that. For the most, I mean, I, I don't put up with crap, dude. Sorry, like I just don't like. So when somebody tells me something, and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll take their word for it, and I won't, like, give second chances. So if somebody's like, okay, we're over, yeah, whatever, like, okay, deuces, gotta run. And I don't come back, dude. And that's when people were like, you're so cold hearted. And I was like, no, I mean, she told me we're over, so why would I be like wasting like, your time? Wobbling, yeah. you know. I mean, that sounds Room. bad. I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna cut this out. Maybe leave it as an outtake, but yes. <laughs> um so yes weaknesses uh i mean the coven like we said they're not natural born witches like sarah is so i guess you kind of have to have that in your blood or like in your lineage somewhere that because if you're not a a full uh full-on natural born witch then you can't really harness all that power yeah or you can't handle it when it comes to you Mm -hmm. right so Oh, and also teen drama. Just in general, teen drama is always like chasing them, like of course, <laughs> like boyfriends, <laughs> the bullying, uh, weird classmates, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stuff like that. So that that's kind of part of that too. Do you have anything else as far as maybe something we might have missed already? I can't think of anything. Yeah, kind of drawing a blank here, but I mean, I guess that. I would say their their perils or the things they go through are understandable. I mean, they're teenagers; they're adjusting to the people they'll eventually become. I guess. Uh huh. It's a weird time in your life, dude. And I, I don't think they ever outgrew teenage mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because not that I never grew up, but I, I I always feel constantly confused about what my next step should be. I don't okay. know if you feel that way. I mean, I feel like I mean, I I have a, a game plan of what I want my life to be like in the next. I think long-term now, so I think in the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think next week, I don't think next month, I, you know, I, I think in, within the next five, ten years, I want to be in this place in life. That's And that's the way that I developed or that I concluded that I had to think because I can't think about next week because I, I don't have time to, to next week, dude. Like, it just goes by like this. Like, that, Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't think about it, about things that way. I mean, I think about it, like, so I do plan things out for the next day. I don't get them done most of the time, but... <laughs> You know, I try, I make lists, and I plan things for specific times, I guess. I don't know, it depends. But 
you know, time does go by really fast. It just kind of like slips through your fingers. So before you know it, a whole f-ing year has passed. And what did you do with a year? Almost nothing. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. We're about a year and a half into this thing already. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, <laughs> we were in a pandemic. Well, we still are, but I feel like this last year didn't count. <laughs> it didn't, dude. I, I want a refund on this year. Like, gotcha. No, like, hardcore. Like, I don't. I don't. I didn't get to do anything, and the things I did, I did with fear. You know, like because I was trying not to die. Um. But it's just weird. Like, it, it, it almost feels like this last year didn't really happen. Like, it was just a fever dream or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy. And, I mean, I don't feel 30. I'm 31 years old. I don't feel 31. I feel like I stopped at age 26. Like, my mind mentally just stopped aging, and that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm forever 26. Like, that's... I stopped aging at about 21, maybe. <laughs> well if you ask friends of mine that i've known for like a long time they tell me that i look pretty much the same and of course i look different because like, i've aged obviously but yeah but, like dude like you look and i get that from my mom my mom looks like in her 40s and she's like in her 60s so hey mom <laughs> I, get, I get my dimples from her too by the way my dimples it's like nice her, her heirloom app but i mean <laughs> i mean, think about it how you're going through this really difficult time in your life and all this thing the, all these things happening around you like in your family in school maybe some i mean they don't show them in this movie specifically but some people when they're in high school they get jobs uh-huh they get relationships you know boyfriends girlfriends etc and then all of a sudden you come across this like unspeakable power and it's like you see it as a way out right mm-hmm. would, you, would you agree with that well yeah so you're like oh now i can do everything i ever wanted to do get away with it but then just with anything everything has consequences so just because you have all this power doesn't mean you can be reckless with it because it's gonna bite you in the ass yeah and that's a, a life lesson for all of us thank you monica <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But, i mean speaking about the people in this movie they're teenagers so i mean of course and not to be you know belittling or patronizing towards teenagers but they don't know as much as they think they know now that exactly. i'm older now that I'm older, I realize, you know what? I was full of crap. <laughs> I thought I knew everything about life. and I, I was never rebellious, mind you. I, I was never, like, anti-establishment or whatever. But I had a very specific way of looking at the world. And some of that's still with me by this by this point in my life. But most of it, I, I've evaluated my, my life and the way that I, I've carried myself. And it's like, dude, I was such, a, like... Oh my god, like, no, I was so stupid <laughs> for a lot of things. So, yes. I guess I can understand why they were looking for a way out from all this, and when they found it, they like, yeah, let's go, let's just take the ball and run with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But like you said, unfortunately, it's it's uh, like that Spider-Man saying, with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. Right? So, how many skulls in the scare meter does the Coven of Witches get? I mean, I would go with, let's do four. No, five. A five? I'm going to go a little higher than you and give him a seven, so that's kind of like a six average. So on our scare meter for the movie The Craft, the Coven of Witches gets a six out of ten average skulls on the scare meter. Sweet. Because, like we said, I mean, they they can do all these weird, crazy things like change their appearance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty scary. I mean, if, if 
they get away with it and they you know yeah it's it's, it's weird <laughs> <laughs> so any final comments before we move on to the worst segment ever in history of podcasts wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um no i mean just like we said earlier watch what you do because karma will always hit you back yes thank you my friend for that nice cookie uh, fortune cookie what's <laughs> nah, no <laughs> thank you though like that was awesome you're welcome all right so we'll be right back with the coasting remarks for this episode we'll be right back stick around everybody so let's sad face one more time because we are at the end of our podcast episode monica no i know <laughs> speaking of time flying by it, it feels like we had like a five minute conversation but it's been like over an hour already so i know it's crazy dude <laughs> <laughs> so since you already mentioned that you have no shout outs for tonight shame on you um <laughs> <laughs> I shall oh, take, I, I shall, you know, b bear this burden for us tonight. And well, I want to thank, first of all, the guys from Arcane Carolina. So you might remember Monica from that episode with Chupacaras. Yes. They did a, a little collab with us. They sent us some very awesome swag, my friend. They sent us a newsletter that's like a little booklet. I actually got that. So yeah, oh, shout out to them. Awesome. I did. I got one. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So you do have one shout out. See, there you go. Yes. You lied to me. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to Charlie and Mike, they're the hosts of that awesome podcast, Arcane Carolinas. They specify, or sorry, they, they specialize rather, in myths and legends and urban creatures and cryptids, stuff like that, from the Carolinas, North and South Carolina. So yeah, give those guys a listen because they are awesome. And I also want to thank No More Late Fees Podcast and Nostalgia Podcast for their support on Instagram. They kind of started a little group and they're kind of promoting us and doing stuff like that, so they're awesome. So thank you guys, appreciate that very much. They're also part of the Illumi Party on Twitter, mind you. Sweet. So we're getting support from them across all platforms, my friend. Awesome. <laughs> and well, and just to wrap things up about the, the social media followers, dude, like we already passed 650 followers on Twitter. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, like, I say that number and people are like, oh, so what, I have 3,000 ad. But, dude, to us, that's, like, an increase of, like, a million percent. I know, that's so amazing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, I think this week alone, we got, like, 100 more, dude, it's crazy. I guess I have something to celebrate today. I mean, well, this weekend. <laughs> yes, I shall get drunk tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we, we, we do not glorify alcoholism, but, I mean, it helps us get through life, so. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is over, like, I think we're like a 655 or something like that, so that's awesome, dude. Like, uh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna keep the hustle because, you know, and a lot of them are, you know, most of them pretty much, I mean, for the most part, are really supportive. Some of them are kind of silent. I don't know if they're inactive or not, but I mean, oh, I guess we'll 
find that out eventually. And yeah. I want to thank also the people that went to watch, watch me perform tonight. Some friends of mine that I want to take the time to thank personally because I hadn't seen them in a while since this whole thing started. And even before that, I hadn't seen some of my friends in about two, three years. So, Aww. yes, I want to thank my friend Alex. He and I have, my friend Alex and my friend Jesse because the three of us have been friends since middle school. So, we've been friends for about 25 years, give or take. Damn. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a lifetime, man. And we talked about it tonight, and I, or to, when I saw them, and we're like, dude, don't even say that out loud. That's like, it doesn't feel like 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, we were in middle school, and it doesn't feel like yesterday, but it feels like it wasn't. It doesn't feel like it was 25 years ago. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. So they're uh, they're probably like the longest friends I've had in life. I mean, just wow. putting that out there, and they're awesome, dude. Like they're awesome guys, and we're probably gonna meet up sometime and. Get some dinner, get some beers or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thanks Alex and Jesse, and of course the girls because they came back and into my life after I hadn't seen them in over a year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> my squad, which are uh, Jennifer, Dulce, and Brenda. I have more friends, than that, but I mean for reasons they they couldn't make it, and I understand it's, it's fine. But mm -hmm. yeah, the, these three are are awesome. Dude. They are great friends. I really appreciate them very much, and I'm very lucky to have them in my circle. Aww. You know them too. I mean, at least I think you know Jennifer and Dulce. I do. I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe when you come down, we can all kind of get a beer somewhere. Yeah, sounds good. I'm down. You heard that? Well, I don't want to promote anybody. Ah, well, yeah. I mean, do it. Do it. <laughs> you probably heard of that place called Brusum, right? What? A place called Brusum in McAllen? Nope. No, they have craft beers and they have also food there. So we can maybe go there or maybe. Uh, Five by five, or maybe the place that I went to tonight. The, the uh, almost, almost like grain to glass. R.I.P. Yeah, it's not there anymore. It's sad. Oh, I know. I, I saw that last time I went to visit. Yeah, I was like, damn it, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Double this hat face, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was our our personal shout out segment here. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the audience is okay, who are these people and who are they being thanked? Ah, but now nah, it's just, you know, they're, they're awesome people. They're, they're awesome friends of mine, percent, and yours also. Yes. Uh, well, you met Alex. Alex was the one, he did uh, an episode with us, uh, the story with Professor Gildia. That was Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jesse, oh, you also met Jesse. He's the one that did Castlevania. That's true. Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, you know all of them, and I, I forgot about that too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's remind our listeners, Monica, of our social media accounts. We have our Facebook under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends, and we have our Instagram under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is Myths Behind LGDS, and you can also email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com. All right. And we have our letterbox as Myths Behind LGDS as well. And that is a movie review blog in which you can suggest movies to us. You can review your own movies or create lists of movies you like that you don't like, etc. So that's a pretty cool place to hang out too. And we have our uh, website, Monica, which Ooh. is under myths hyphen behind hyphen legends dot dot com. <laughs> Did you catch it this time? Yeah. Okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did the robot for Monica again, so. Yay! <laughs>
And before we leave, we can't forget about letting our audience know the hint for next time's episode, which is going to be about what, my friend? It's about a murderous man who kills people. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your very eloquent analysis, my friend. (laughs) I'll give another little hint. I think it has something to do with mines. So, you know, mines as in like whole mines. So there we go. Huh. Well, I guess you might have just given the home away. Wait, wait, thank you, my friend. <laughs> well, they're going to listen anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll be here and they'll, they'll find out for sure. For, for yeah. So, yes. Uh, any final comments on tonight's episode, my friend, before we say goodnight to our audience? Use your magic with responsible... Wait. Use your magic responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by all means, if you guys dabble in witchcraft or any kind of spell casting or... Please do be polite. Todo con medida. Nada con exceso. Todo con medida. The beer commercials, right? <laughs> yeah, they show you all this delicious beer and you want to drink it and it's like, don't overdo it, guys. At the end, it's like, nada con exceso. Todo con medida. And then the commercial ends. <laughs> yeah, like super fast. But like super fast, so you, you don't catch yeah. it really. But it's like, I mean. I know, it's like, he said what now? Okay, let's get drunk. <laughs> drink more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excessive! Drink with excessive force. Yes, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Where's my bong? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. So yeah. uh, that was our episode for tonight on the movie The Craft, and also on, I guess, Wiccan concepts and also other weird metaphysical stuff like Roman gods and the collective unconscious, you know, stuff like that. So. <laughs> We went, we went through a lot of different things today. Yeah, that was a fun episode, I think. I, I had fun making this one. Yes, same. So, As always. Yes, always, of course. And I want to wish everybody in the audience a great evening and night, morning, madrugada, conjuring the spirit, the spirits ritual. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, that's awesome. Do your thing, guys. You do you. We're not here to judge. <laughs> so, be good to everyone around you, to yourself, and we'll see you on the next one. Until then, have a good one. Bye.